from Kashima to New York, Vancouver to Sarasota, and everywhere in between, this is PBE Tonight. Now, your hosts, 209 Tacos and Brainchild. Wow. Welcome, everybody. How you doing today, Tacos? I am doing all right. I'm doing okay. I've had a, uh, I've had a really hectic week, uh, kind of in general, but uh, today's good. Today's been good. How yeah. you doing? Good, dude. I am loving the intro. Just you like that? I like it. I like yeah. it too. It turned out pretty good. Um, nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it was a little more um, it's a little more higher production than I was anticipating, but. It turned out. It reminds me. It reminds me of like college football, like like yeah, the it, drums. It does, but, yeah. Uh, it turned out. It turned out pretty good. It turned out pretty good. Cool, cool. All right, so um, let's get to it. Um, we have a guest today, our very first guest, and uh, we he gets chose, all the monies. He gets all the monies too. By the way, you know we were gonna we're gonna we were gonna throw that on him, but Paul Paul really jumped the gun on it. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm so excited. Okay. Excited. Yeah, yeah, you were. So C does it is our first uh, is our first. Uh, what do you want to call it? The our first guest. So um, uh, I'm gonna bring him here and. City boy, I've been a driver, the young Detroit legend. I swear I got the city inspired and bought M out too just to solidify it. D boy, D boy, that's high as raised. Boss up and put the city on forever my ways. How you doing, C does it? Oh man, oh, man. I am. I am. I'm doing great, I'm doing great, right, great now. right now. So weed. The production, the production value, value that you guys that just you guys brought, just to, the brought to the table here, whole nother, whole level. nother level. Thanks. Yeah, it, it's still it's still going to be a little rough. This is our first time trying to put it all together. So it you know expect it to get better, and we're you know it'll be more refined at that point. I know that after we started recording, it was a few seconds until I wasn't completely ready. I do have all my stuff set aside, but you know. But other I mean, than that's that, yeah. that's the magic of editing, though. Like we can we can before we release this we can go and clean that up i mean it just really feels like i called into a radio show this morning and then my take is just going to get slaughtered on live live radio so i'm <laughs> just excited for that maybe we should start doing that maybe we should uh pull all the uh the the cheesy dj you know call-in show stuff um i can't think of any i think of uh Josh, you can, like a Rob Arnie and Don type of type of thing, or or oh, you uh, want Rob and Don? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, man, I don't know. Oh, that's We've right, got... I had to down. What was that? What was that? It sounded like an airplane. You, you guys heard that? That was yeah. a fucking <laughs> truck that just like roared by my work. Like he's he's probably going like he's probably going like eighty. Oh wow! Yeah, that that road's like thirty-five mile an hour speed limit, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's I, I'm like right next to it, and uh, I saw the guy coming. I I guess I'll have to pay attention to that and maybe just mute myself when I see one of these one of these guys coming. Nope, that wasn't the right sound. <laughs> I was okay. wondering what you're going for, but. <laughs> Yeah, me too. So I have a feeling uh, it's going to take a little getting used to because Josh is just going to, or Brain's just going to randomly drop sounds on us. Um, 
And I'm sure every week, he, every, you know, every podcast, he's going to have new, different, exciting sounds for us to experience. Yeah, my, my plan is to grab a few just made specifically for the podcast. I didn't do one today because I just, the entrance was enough and me just getting used to this 57 sounds or whatnot. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, 57? let's get into it. 50, 54, sorry. 54, but like 30 of them are like. No, drops are different. We have 30 drops, too. Wow. So let's talk about C Does It getting drafted to the... The New Orleans Rougarous. Wow. <laughs> dude, that's perfect. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's, that's so good. good dude. So how do, you, how do you feel about it, C Does It? I mean, you got drafted by them a couple years ago, too. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was kind of a surprise to even be considered at that point in the draft. I, I know that going into this player with having recreated so quickly after my last one, I was really expecting to get blacklisted by pretty much every team, especially the one that I just burnt. Um, so coming, coming back that quick to them and the fact that they trusted me to make things right this time and make a character who is going to dominate. I, I really appreciate that they have that sort of trust in me because that's what exactly what's going to happen this time. Um, I'm really excited and I'm motivated to make this player into something special and to be able to do it for them. That, that really means the world to me. I agree. You know, I, uh, when I was watching the draft live and I saw that you were drafted by them, I was like, wait, that was a team that drafted in the first time too. And I figured because you, I guess it's, it was kind of a minor spurn because they wasted a draft pick on you last time that yeah. we were like, we're not going to, we don't have faith in him. And for them to get you in the first round, I was like, wow. I'm like, I was, dude, I was excited for you and I was happy for you. And I'm glad that there was no uh, bad blood, you know, and they, they, they took a second shot on you. I was like, Hey dude, that's uh, that's next level stuff. Yeah. We had definitely talked about it a little bit when I had retired. Cause I, I had, purposely waited for the cutoff date for me to be able to keep my player on their team last season and even if i was just a bullpen filler arm you know that's better than them being out of spot and trying to scramble to find someone to fill it so i did make it so i wasn't hurting them as bad but i mean it did definitely suck knowing that their first and second draft picks of their first ever season both completely failed and were out of the league um and that i was a part of that so that kind of sucked but yeah now we're on the redemption tour yeah and how, how is the, how's your team doing like do you really have a good aspect of how do you feel they're going to be do, going into this year the, we're starting to come into our own a little bit um this team definitely was in it for the long haul when we started off we when expansion draft happened um detroit went more of a win now mode versus us and that definitely showed in our record. Um, we definitely struggled for those first few years, but um, we got some great picks afterward. Uh, teams got a lot of big earners, good personalities. I mean, that locker room has some fun people in it. I've been talking over the past couple of days with everyone in there. And uh, yeah, it's been a good time. I think we're on the up and up. There, there's some room for this team to start making some noise here. Um, I'm not saying we're like a playoff team this year, but it's coming soon, and I think it's going to surprise some people when it happens. Deal. Do you have any questions for him, Paul? I, I'm just looking at over the roster. Like, I there's just so many recognizable J-Sync names on there. Philly fan, 
my buddy uh, Slither, Slithery Snake, uh, Eldorian, J.R. Cook, I think is his... I know in ISFL he's Goat Tank. Um, just Rotowash, I, isn't he? I don't know. I, I know he's from my draft class. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, you just kind of got to go through the growing pains a little bit, which by the time Connor comes up, they'll kind of be going done with that. So uh, I think it's a good, I think it's a really good landing spot for you. So you are saying, I like what you got. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm saying exactly that. All right. Cool. Cool. So, all right. So, who did? Do you know who they ended up losing to expansion? Off the top of your head? Oh, uh, we lost Walk and Fuss. So yeah, that was gross. that's what a happened? blow. Uh, yeah. Where did he? Where did he end up be, going? He went to the Kashima or to Apex? He went to Kashima and then got traded. I gotta. I can't remember where he moved after. Nashville. That. Nashville. Oh, wow. So Nashville got him, and did they also get Obama and Blue Line? Yes, they did. Was, wow! Like, what a rotation. Watch out for Nashville, yeah. Who's their fourth? Their fourth. Uh, their is fourth is KJ. KJ. Oh wow! Like they don't even need an offense; they just straight pitching. I guess I don't know what their bullpen situation is like. So maybe maybe for, you know six, seven innings a game, they're going to really be dominant. But after that, that's when you strike. Penn's not terrible. Penn's got some people in it. I mean, Haley McConnell, still above that 1,000 TPE mark. And then they've got a couple of guys. Cletus McFlorida man went there, too. So, I mean, they got some guys in the pen who can make some noise. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. They they are definitely a team to watch, though. The the bats, the like, I just... I don't know. Like they probably will. They probably will make it into the playoffs on just the pitching. But uh, that's dangerous alone in itself, though. If you think about it, like usually pitching is where it, it gets you in the playoffs. If you're yeah. pitching mediocre, like, you're not going places. But if you have dominant pitching, and that's why they usually shorten their rosters up, you know, to two or three guys, so they could just totally go in with their studs. And, and if you got solid four studs. You don't even have to set up two man rotation. Well, I mean, just just imagine in, in a playoff, like if you, if they go three man playoff, three man rotation for the playoff, right? You're dealing with Woken Fuss, Obama, Blue Line, probably in that order. Yeah, like that's that's pretty nasty. That is pretty nasty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you're supposed to plan against that in the playoff as a three man rotation. I mean, every single game there's an ace coming at you. It's like yeah. Houston without the controversy. Bang bang. Yeah, don't don't bring that up to to tacos. <laughs> Not bitter about it. It's okay. Not at all. So and then um what's the other team that's I feel that could be surprising? I think the uh the, the Toros might, you know, be coming back a little bit. Uh, they signed a couple players yesterday too, I believe, right? Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, I, I, they did. I remember them seeing, saying on the Twitters that they, uh, they had, and I liked it. I liked it. You like what they got? No, no. I just pressed the heart. I just liked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's see. I could run into signings here. Um, oh, they, they signed Knox. 
Raven yeah. Knox. In Grimmett, Grimmorden. Oh, and Striker Spin Rate, the guy who kills oh, people yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. That's right. That's what it was. Spin Rate. That's more triggering than fucking Astros. Um, <laughs> yeah, they might. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's a fickle thing, this sim. So we shall see. Do you guys have like a, a dark horse? I think the big, the biggest dark horse is definitely, even though everyone's talking about them, kind of biggest dark horse is definitely Nashville. They have to be. They have to be the dark horse, right? I, I think so. I mean, yeah. even even if they're expected to be good, they're still. I mean, they haven't been in the playoffs in how long? I, I don't even know the answer to that. It's only been a couple of seasons, but this is basically what they did a couple seasons ago, where they just bought a bunch of people, went to the playoffs for one season, made some noise. And then kind of faded away because they lost everybody to free agency and regression. I mean, that could definitely be what they're doing again. I mean, sure. Obama and Blue Line, they're 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 about to hit regression hard. So they only they only have a good couple seasons left before they really, you know, they're they're really, you know, out of their out of the prime. Well, if I remember right, each one of them signed at least a two or three season deal. So that I I guess that's what they're planning on just ride them ride them <laughs> ride those horses until they die. Yeah, it looks like um, Obama took a 2-year deal and then Blue Line is on a 1-year, which is actually pretty interesting that they just went for one with him. Uh I wonder if that means he's planning on hanging it up after that or what's the deal there. I don't know. Maybe he just wants to chase rings for uh, the last few uh hurrahs here. That just sounds funny. I'm going to go to Nashville to chase rings. Yeah, that does sound funny. That's true. I don't know. So is it is it disappointing for them if they don't make the playoffs? Yes. Or is, okay. Why is that? I would say so. I mean, that, that, they're not really hurting, right? Like, it doesn't really, deb- like, they didn't, like, make big trades to get these guys. They just signed them for fake money. That falls off the board in two seasons. Sign them for fake money. Yeah. I think that some of the concern for me with them is that they still don't really compare to the top tier of teams. I do think there's room now. I think that Providence fell off a little bit. Um, So there's room in the playoffs. I mean, people can break into this. I just, I worry if that the lack of hitting on that team is going to bite them. Like you can have the best, you know, pitching in the league, but you you still got to score a couple of runs. So I'm curious to see what happens there. All right, I just invited uh, Super Tardis in, so he might be dropping in here in a minute. All right. Yeah, he messaged me yesterday while I was uh, while I was moving a a washing machine, and I was like, I don't know. Go ask Brain. Go ask him. Yeah, it, he oh. just um, he just messaged me and he says you doxed me. I don't know what that means. D o x x e d doxed me. Um, I don't know. Gave out like his personal information, that sort of thing. Oh. But he doxed himself. Like he posts all of his stuff on a YouTube channel that has his name on it. Yeah, that's pretty how did fair. I dox- how did I dox him? You can ask him when when you bring him it- in. It's a PM. It's a private message, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he's just kidding. 
Yeah, no, that's fine. So, you know, quick, he, quick, that, going back about Nashville real quick. Their draft this year looks fantastic. Like their S twenty one guys, they just stacked up. I mean, this is a good team for the future. That's kind of scary. We're gonna have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, I mean, it's the next couple seasons is really gonna change because the lower salary cap, uh, the the change to the front loading of contracts, um. So I looked at DVS. So unless DVS really kind of figures out a way, a new game plan, then I think next year or this coming year is their ne- last year. They're really going to, you know, be able to be competitive in, you know, for another ring after that. I think they're, they're kind of up in the air because uh, the way I see it is a lot of their contracts expire and those ones that were front loaded or they're, they're disappearing off the books altogether. They only have a couple of those left. So um, I'm going to it's going to be something that are they going to become more of a rebuilding team where they're going to have to uh, amass a lot of talent and, you know, let them come up from the ranks or, um, you know, what what is their what's their strategy? That's what I am going to be excited to see after this year. It, it could be looked at as an advantage now that we have minimum contracts the way they are and the difference with front loading. I mean, they have so much space more space than i'm sure that they even know what to do with right now for next season so DVS. yeah dvs does they only have 30 i believe 30 million in uh, 30, contracts yeah. next year so they can do whatever they want if they want to take a gap year or two go get some earlier draft picks find more developmental guys that might help them find a, another really long window in like 24 25 because uh, right. at least from my experience so far Every year that I've been here since 17, they've uh, they've been near the top or at the top. So I don't know a world without them dominating. So the way I see it is um, a lot of the talent, you know, that they flocked to other places due to expansion. They weren't able to sign with the same teams if they hit free agency, right? So a lot of players moved. And from what I've seen, a lot of them, they actually... They ended up going, you know, and signing multi-year contracts. So even even and they're going to have that all that money next year. They might not have anywhere to spend it. You know, that's a good possibility. So, I know that I have the option to opt out next year, but I don't know if I would even want to go to DVS at that point, personally. So, yeah. So, what other teams uh, would you like to look at? Um, talk with, still with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. In and out, but yeah, I'm here. You want to talk about the sloths? Yeah. You going to play that sound? Play it, play it. Hit that button. You mean hit that button? That button. All right. The sloths button. The San Antonio sloths. Yes. Yes. Like that? Okay. Um, The one for Nashville, too. The Nashville Stars. Oh. Yeah. we got one for every team. Let's hear the let's hear the yeah. uh, the sixty sixers one. The sixty sixers, yeah, that was actually the longest one. The San Bernardino sixty sixers. There you go. Bernardino. <laughs> that sounds so good. It's good, man. Uh, the sloths. I mean, what 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 can you not say about the sloths? I mean, the sloths are amazing. Like we have pitching. Uh, we have a bullpen. We have you know, the best offense last season, except 
in the playoffs. The, the um, best uh, chokers, you know? Yes, yes. We're very good at that. Clutch, we, uh, clutch is zero. Clutch is yeah. zero on the sloss. Yeah, that's, uh, that's us. I mean, everybody's... We, we, I think we have two guys in regression uh, right now coming into this season. Um we're gonna we're gonna rake. We're gonna do good. I'm not I'm not I'm not fretting. I'm really looking forward to the season. Uh, by the end of the year, I'll my player hit it, hit it, Josh. Hit the, hit the button. Oh yeah. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Which one am I supposed to hit? <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to hit. You're supposed to hit Bobby Darings. Oh, Bobby Daring. Mm-hmm. Bobby Daring. That guy. Go. That guy. Uh, I'll probably be at about 1,200 uh, TPEs. Probably maybe a little more than that. And I'll, I feel like I finally will be good. Like, I've been kind of mediocre, but I think I'll finally be good. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the season. And um, Slim Dugan, the better half of D&D, is going to just wreck people in the pen like he did last season. Um... Bobby McDonald, Ryan Rose, of course, is gonna is gonna become Cy Rose probably in the second half of the season. His player doesn't seem to like playing in the first half of the season. He says, "No, nah, I don't need no All Stars. I'm good. I'm good." Um, I don't know the team. The team's good. The team is a good place. Okay. All right. Let's okay. See. Have, uh, Tardis is. He said he's getting on right now. So. All right. Let's see how that works out. Keep an eye on it. Just outside looking in, San Antonio is kind of scary. Like, that team improved straight up. They're just getting better, and they keep getting better. So <clears throat> I might have to, uh, when we do those preseason predictions or whatever, they might have to go a little further than I put them this year, that's for sure. Where do you, where do you have them going this last year? I, oh, boy, let me see here. I, wonder, I wish I had a copy of that laying around somewhere because I had them. Yeah, they put it in Google Docs or something, so yeah. it's, it's hard to you can't go back and oh yeah, that's right because yeah, thought I got write it every down pick, or save it somewhere. Yeah, I, I thought I hit every pick in the playoff except for one, but I think I ex- I picked the the crabs. I had them third in the division. That's what it was. What's up, guys? What's up, uh, Tarts? Sorry, sorry, I was a couple minutes late. That's okay. That's all right. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. We're talking about. Music. We're talking about. Hit the button, Josh. Hit the button. And that's because you're Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. That's my player. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I'm wanting to play that for days. (laughs) <laughs> we are uh, to totally it. ripping off ESO with this soundboard thing. So, oh yeah, uh, thank you ESO for for that. Uh, I I actually I recently actually I uh, purchased SoundPad yesterday just so I could be able to uh, do the same thing. Yes, yeah, so thank you ESO as well, giving me this idea here. I'm gonna have to listen to ESO's pod just to see how he does it compared to how I do it. Maybe well, 
I yeah, me and me and Issa, we we co we co host uh, our podcast, and essentially what what he likes to do is he likes to you know ask these really good questions, you know, make make, make people think, you know, it, it's a uh, you know it, it makes the person kind of go into a um, you know the mode of the talking, and while they're kind of in, in the middle of a deep explanation or something, he'll just he'll just uh, he'll just ear rape them with Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> It's, it's hilarious. He's, he's, he's mastered the art of doing it. Yeah, I'm still working on it. Um, you know, I sometimes I try to get to it too soon. And, and Tacos wanted me to do his name, and I accidentally did uh, Oh Yeah, you know, from the Macho Man. Mm-hmm. We still have oh, yeah. a little bit of chemistry to work with. When it's it going to it's gonna take some, some uh, finessing. I don't know. I feel like I should probably get a soundboard, too, so I could... I could yeah. just trigger myself when I when I want a specific thing. That was that was definitely the wrong one. It says unlimited power. See? I don't know. That's perfect. Fitting. Yeah. Oh well, I'll have to work on it. Like you I need said. to get the uh, EA Sports one, except it's just E. Please put that on the board. <laughs> Okay, you're going to have to send a request at this point. I will, I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we were talking about the Sloss. What do you think about the Sloss, uh, TARDIS? Uh, I I, I like the Sloss. Um, I like Chuosu. I mean, this is this is uh, my my opinions on the sloth in general. Uh, so, I mean, this season, I thought you guys had a pretty damn good season. I think you got off to a bit of a rough start. I think at one point you guys were about 500, almost 30, 40 games into the season. Which for I was not expecting. I was expecting you guys to to be a uh, absolute powerhouse uh, competing with Death Valley. You guys were a little short, but I, I, I'm very confident for next season. Um, you guys are gonna, not going to be really gonna hit by regression at all compared to Death Valley, who probably will be. So yeah, I, I think um, I think it's going to be a really interesting uh, competition to see what's going on uh, next year in the Western Division. I like what you got. <laughs> uh, Ricky Morty's great. Yeah. So, all right. Um, what team do you play for, Tardis? I'm not. Uh, I play for the Detroit Demons. I'm I'm the general manager over there as well. I do know uh, that actually. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, um, I was originally I played for the Kingpins and the Miners. I, I was actually originally drafted by the Boise Lockers. Started the Boise Raptors, and um, yeah, but I was I was traded here before I made my major league my major league debut. How are you feeling about your team this year? Oh, uh, we're gonna suck, but uh, I don't really care because we have we have we have a lot of picks early. So if we suck, I guess we'll get good picks, and we can start to rebuild a bit more efficiently. I mean, we're we're gonna be competing with uh, Kashima for that worst spot in the league because they seem uh, they pretty much traded away all of their high TV players for picks and such the season. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm pretty involved with the miners still. Uh, I'm talk uh, my my I on the. My Chicago Kingpins. I am. Um, I'm friends with the GM there. So we were, we were doing the draft. Uh, we, we and it a, there's a lot of pitching talent in this draft. Like I think he said there was something like 20 to 25 active pitchers at the time of the minors draft. So and that's really good for us because we need to act. We have we have a lot of position players, uh, but we we do not have very much pitching. So if we can like it, my goal for the draft is you know we're trying to get two or three uh, good active pitchers and I think that really is going to set us up for a um, for for a solid future. Gotcha. The Chicago Kingpins. So, um, 
See, does and I, we're not really big fan of the kingpins. Uh, we are, we've been trained by Max not to be. So, okay. um, I don't know if you know about our, uh, like in the 66ers locker room. Yeah, I know you guys have about the, the Meeseeks thing that um, says, like, that's yeah. 27 times better than being Chicago kingpin. Or... That is correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, uh, we, we, we're, we're trained to hate the kingpins for some reason. I don't even know I hate them. I actually, my, I least, uh, my least favorite team is actually the Hepcats. Because yes, they yes, seem yes. to be good every other year or something. So, I mean, I I don't really have a team I dislike in the minors. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: like with the minors, is there's people I dislike and I like on every single team, like users. And but I usually, I think I tend to associate that with actual people on the team. If that makes sense, like uh, uh I, I I don't know. Uh, it's you know, like I, I, I have my issues with some of the minor league GMs. I kind of, I, but I like a lot of the people on their teams. So, I got you. That makes sense. You know, I mean, we mm-hmm. all have people that we prefer over other people. So, yeah, yeah, understandable. All right, so let's uh, let's keep going here. What what else did we want to talk about? See, does it? I know that there was quite a bit of stuff that we said we could we could cover. Yeah, what else did we go through? We kind of covered some of the big signings um, as free agency this year has been extremely active and kind of shifting the balance of power. It's kind of cool to see that, though. Um, let's uh, let's talk about teams that might have been up there that really got hurt that are going to be knocked down a peg. Crabs, um, definitely, for me. Yeah, they got, they got completely... I mean, it wasn't only just the... It wasn't just the uh, the draft, the expansion draft. It was also a lot of their guys. They couldn't resign with them, so they they were, you know, shoveled off to the wind for the most part. So yep, um, I, it looked like for a second there they didn't have enough people to fill the roster. I was like, wow. Yeah, so they, well, it it looks like they're. I mean, I I think I think they still potentially could be a playoff team this year because I think they they kept a couple decent number of their offensive pieces, but their pitching is depleted. That um, you know, that lightning four-man rotation that won the World Series in season 19 was at uh, 43, Peyton, uh, Obama, and Pearson. Like, those guys are all amazing. And now the only one left is 43, and I'm pretty sure they're trying to uh, ship him out of town as well. So you think they're they're working on just a full rebuild at this point? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, with Leifer leaving uh, and their new GMs taking over, um, I think it's probably the best thing for them to do because, I mean, either they're – because yeah, because they have a lot of pieces. They they have they have some decent prospects, but really they do they they do not have much of a future besides I think like Dylan's player. Um, I have to look at the opinion. I know Reeves. they have like Reeves. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, the GM now. So I guess they they do have um they do have uh, Philip Fryer recreating their uh, Richard Small. And he, yeah. That's that's what I that's what I was about to say. Like he just retired, so you know they're they're kind of they're definitely going in for a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, like the, the Crabs have been one of the top teams in the league for, I mean, how long? It's the last six, seven seasons. Um, you know, it, that, that, that's pretty much been my entirety time in the league is been uh, they're, like, they're like the best team or they're one of the best teams. So it's always good. It's going to be interesting to see them suck. Or I'm not, I shouldn't say suck. I think they'll be like, they'll be like where King Kuhn was this season, where they'll be. They'll, they'll, they'll be hurting a lot, but I think they still could potentially make a run at the playoffs. Okay, so you already said that your team is going to be down there at the bottom. The Foxes are going to be at the bottom, so that's 14 and 13. Where where would your next two teams be if you had to choose two more at 
to the bottom. Oh, yeah, like 13, 12? Yeah. Or I guess 12 and 11. 12 and 11, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a bit of a tough one. Uh, I would, you know, uh, I, 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 I mean, so my peg before the, all the offseason uh, in signing and trades and such, I definitely I, I had uh, Nashville down there. But I mean, there. I know we can talk about Nashville in a minute. But um, I, I, I just, I think, it's, I think OBX probably, because they, they don't, they don't really have any call ups. I think, uh, I, I don't think, yeah, I, they don't, they don't really have any big call ups. They, they lost Victor Herrera to free agency. Um, they lost uh, holding a fart to free to expansion draft. Like they, they lost quite a few pieces this year, and they weren't very good last year either. Like don't get me wrong, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be better than they were last season because um, a lot of their really strong prospects are starting to uh, really develop. You know, like uh, uh, Smash Jackson. It's gonna be getting better. I don't. I don't know who sh- shoes player. I don't remember his name. Who it is? A um, couple other people. Tom Shoe. Tom Shoe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those those are all those guys are all gonna be getting a lot better, and they're probably gonna be hopefully you. Above average, I mean, above placement players, which they were not last season. So yeah, um, they, they, they don't have any big call ups in the minors, which is going to hurt them. Oh man, you can't say that. Right, well, I'm, I'm oh yeah, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Pretty, I, I forgot <laughs> about um, hard and long. Sorry. I'll, I'll be at eight hundred. So I mean, I'm already at seven seventy seven or seven eighty something. Shit. So I'll definitely be at 800 before the season starts. So that'll be a major upgrade. They should have called me up last year, and they know. I think they know they messed up because by by week two I was already above the first baseman's TPE. Mm-hmm. But I'll be I'll be an upgrade. Um, but yeah, they they lost they lost uh I you know Herrera, Istegosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, it, um, I think the the biggest problem with the OBX is they overpay their players. And oh, yeah, 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 that mm-hmm, I agree. They are, I did. And, they are they are cap strapped for cash right now, and there's nothing they could do about it. And they couldn't pick up any of this talent that was in free agency this year because even after the expansion and everything, they only had like eight million dollars to spend. So like, yeah, where, where where's all that money go? Like I, I, well, I mean, I'm just scratching my head. I, I mean, a lot of the, they just signed just massive deals. Like, uh, I mean, and that that, that could help them because they get some because. De- you know, there's a certain. I, also, I'm, first of all, I just want to apologize. I completely forgot about you, uh, grandchild, hard and long. Uh, <laughs> I completely forgot you. Actually, I'm looking at their call list now. Actually, they have they have, ball, they have Beaumont Dub City coming up, which I, I didn't realize. So, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe they'll have some big call ups. But yeah, but yeah. those guys aren't gonna be good players in the majors. So no, you know he, you know. Even me, I'm I'm only at 800, so I'm not. Am I how how solid of a of, of a chain? You know of an upgrade am i not not much at all so um i'm still mm-hmm. not even sold on sticking around you know i just it's for me it's like i don't know you know i don't know how the how the you know how how it's going to work out in the next two or three or four years i it's still so blurry you know and if it was like dvs like you know that they're going to make the the they're going to make the moves to get where they yeah. need to go and i don't i just don't know if if the the management can do that with this team and that's what scares me so uh, I, I I like I think OBX like they, they definitely um, part of their part of their strategy is they uh, I mean they they just they just give massive like there's 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 a type of people in the league who will just um, opt out you know opt out of the rookie deal immediately and just go ask for big big money and I think OBX is kind of the team that will that will make those deals like I mean just think of Smash Jackson 
Like, um, yeah. and I, I mean, I, I like the W. Schwib. I, I don't know how to say his fucking name, but uh, like, yeah, he. I mean, he opted out when he was at like six hundred TBE, and it was like, okay, sign me for uh, like eighteen million. It was and, twelve year, I think, is what it was for the first two, and then it's ten, nine, eight, or something like that. So yeah, yeah it's way over minimum. Yeah, way over minimum for a guy who is, you know, 600 TBE. Like, granted, granted, he's the top of his class in uh, TBE. Like, he's a really strong earner, but Wait, still, okay. like... Falling off a little bit, so he's second mm-hmm. page now, but... Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he's actually, he's still, close to me, so... Yeah, still solid, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I want to see how they do this year. I was a little upset that they couldn't make more moves. Uh, they brought yeah. in uh, they, they brought in Laser, uh, Iridian, so yeah. I Apex, I think it was the Apex. They just kind of gave him, gave nah, him it was the foxes. Or, was it the foxes? Yeah. Yeah. So we, the, the, I think he was more or less gifted to us more than anything. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I think he was a bit of a cap dump on part of uh, Kashima. Yeah. I, yeah. So that you know, so that was really our only, and that was to replace a Holden Fart. You know, mm-hmm. um, is that who? Is that who it was that that left? Holden Fart. Yeah. Yeah. Although, so, hey, is isn't he just right back to that's Frick Nasty's player, right? Yeah, I but isn't he just gonna come right back after after his uh, a contract's up? I mean, I would assume that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, that's you know he signed a one year extension kind of to give him the flexibility to go where he wanted to, which you know I totally I commend him for that. I you know why would you want to be go somewhere you don't want to be? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, like go where go wherever it makes you happy. You know, if if you if you care about winning, go or go where you can win. If you just care about making a lot of money, you know, go find a team that's going to pay you a lot of money. I mean, go to OBX. Yeah, yeah. If you just want to go somewhere and you know, because you like the locker room environment, go there. You know, do whatever makes you happy. But you know, and that and that you know, that's great. That's what's great about the league. But at the same time, you know, not everybody, you know, not every team can compete every year. You know, for for reasons. So you know, you kind of got to pick or choose. Yeah, and with, yeah. With OBX, like they, they still want to be. Yeah, um, I mean, there was the wasn't it um, AW that signed a contract there that was signed him to um, like his second, like the second oh, season before he'd be auto retired. Yeah, like that was insane. I, I can't. I would be shocked if that is uh, carried out. Uh, yeah, to, I mean, he's gonna. I, I'm sure he'll retire before then. Um, I or think opt that. Out. Them, yeah, well, there's team options towards the end of it every year, mm-hmm. and uh, so, but I don't, I don't even think it was the it, the contract wasn't made for that reason. It was for them to try to front load a little bit more money if possible. I think is what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And it might have been it might have been just them, you know, because they weren't happy with the whole the whole uh, the, the the contract. Uh, they when they changed the contract, so you can you couldn't front load anymore. Well, so, you still front load. You just can't just do it all one season. Right, right. Um, because I guess that's where DVS, you know, that's how DVS got where they are. You know, like their 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 salary per TPE is just way way above. So you know, based on what league minimums are, they should be at 180 million or something. I think that uh, Rabid Rabid shared uh, a thing on that last week. So the fact that they were able to find these contracts that were front loaded and then bring them in after the fact, after they you know they got that big payday. And, you know, I think that that's why they put it in place. But for these for these small teams that are trying to become competitive where they have all the salary cap, they can't just front load all this money anymore, which, you know, it kind of well, it, it hurt them a little bit, you know. 
You can still front load this. So, like, I mean, I, I'm working on a couple extensions with my players right now, and I signed one, one to my first baseman, uh, Charlie Law Jr., last week. Or it was Doug Glass. It was, like, two weeks ago. Um, but, you know, you can still front load, but you have to do it, like, before you could do, like, uh, 40 million, 5 million, 5 million, 5 million for, like, a six-year deal. But now you have to do it, like, um, 15 million, 15 million, 15 million, 2 million, 2 million, 2 million. Which, yeah. I mean, it, essentially the same thing works. Um, in some ways, I always prefer it because um, it helps my players earn a bit better. Because, I mean, a lot of the people, they're not, uh, they're, you know, the big ISFL people, they need the help with money because they're not holding a whole lot of league jobs here. Right. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy giving them that money to start off, right? helping them uh, make sure they can max earn, uh, like, equipment's not a uh, boner or anything. Right. And that's, I think that's where OBX be- falls into their biggest problem because um the gm ck royal is an isfl guy and yeah, he's notoriously yeah. been known to bring in nothing but isfl guys in the draft so i mean that that the, 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 we did we did the same thing in detroit like i this is before i got there like i've only been the gm detroit for two weeks now like i haven't it's been a bit um it's only it's not been for long but yeah we did the exact same thing we had we brought in like adam um you know, Adam, Adam S, Tesla, uh, uh, Forty Jordy, uh, Voiceless Creator. Shit, I can't remember who else. Um, a couple, a lot, lots of uh, Dewalt. I think at one point, uh, we had lots of Icefell people. And like the the strategy was like, okay, we're gonna these players. We're we're just gonna draft them, and they they're gonna stay here forever because they don't really care about the league that much. And it worked to an extent, but the thing is, there's just, there's just not enough good. Uh, ISFL talent. It's like okay, and so they, all right, we got to bring in PB people too. But those PB people didn't want to stay there because you know they were you know they, they didn't really have a chance to you know it wasn't like it was a very active locker room at all. You know like, there wasn't a lot to do. So you know like we went Moonlight. I think we had Rabid. It was yeah. So it was a bit of that. But now I'm turning around. Um, I'm 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 really prioritizing PB first people. Like, I, I'm not getting rid of the ISO people because the ISO people we do have, they're awesome. Like, uh, Tesla's awesome. Adam is awesome. Forty Jordy, he's awesome. I add Joe's awesome. So is Laser, although he's on your team now, although I don't know how that's going to stay for. But um, <laughs> we had Max for a bit as well. I think he's going to work and try to get him back up in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he seems like he's still interested in going back to you guys, you know, yeah. so. I know that the draft's not for him. It's not until next year, right? Yeah, it's not until well, like at least two months. Yeah, so you got plenty of time to for him trying to figure out how to get it, you know, position himself to get re, you know, back with you guys if that's what he wants to do. Well, yeah, I mean, I think he what he said to us was like, "Hey, I want to go. I if any team, if I'll go to any team that drafts me, but like I'm pulling for you guys to draft me." Yeah, I don't. You know, it's a little has, awkward because we don't really he need has position. Affinity for, yeah, he has an affinity for you guys, and uh, you know, because I know he left uh, the crabs to go to go to you, and I was like, oh, was that because he felt bad because he got exp- you know, la- the last expansion, but he actually got drafted by the Rougarous, if I remember right. So I was like, well, oh, so much for that. What I don't, I don't think he was drafted by the Ruguru. Um, yeah, yeah, I looked it up in the uh, in the expansion draft. He was. He was expansion oh. Rougarous, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, expand, I, don't I don't even know. I don't even know if he got traded back to the Crabs or he just waited it out one year. But I do remember that he was on the list of he was like the fifth round draft pick of the Rougarous back in eighteen. Hmm, okay. 
So or seven that eighteen draft expansion draft or whatever you call it. So I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. But no, yeah. So he went to you guys. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, like at least he knows where he wants to go and what's he, you know what you know like maybe and he can help you out too. Like oh yeah, he, that that he's been a big help. He's you know I love to have minors GMs. Um, originally picked up uh, Zach Mouse or ACO, and he's uh, he's the Kingpins co GM. I love because it makes drafting. I love having minors GMs in my war room because um, makes drafting great. Because I mean Max has been awesome. He's gotten us uh, Mo Willis, uh, that was a player on his minors team. Uh, 66ers, uh, Griff, I think is his uh, Discord name. He 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 kind of tipped him tipped us off to him. He's been awesome in our locker room. He's gonna be our DH next season. Um, he also tipped us off to oh, shit. There was some I uh, there's a couple. Of, I think he's some more I 66er people that needed homes and we're you know talking with them right now. Uh, actually, see how we 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 were we were. Uh, uh, we are really looking to. Uh, we were really, if you had fallen to the second round, we would have taken you. That you were top of our list, but fortunately, you got to, you got uh, snatched up by I don't remember what team. Rivers, I think. Yeah, it was with my Detroit background, though. That would have been uh, pretty dope. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was. I was. I mean, this is no offense to you, but I was actually a bit surprised to see you go in the first round. I was expecting you to go second round, which was a little—I well, was a little sad, but it's okay. So was I. <laughs> we talked about this earlier before you got on. That I was mean, like first thing we talked about. Yeah, I expected to just be straight up blacklisted by the majority of teams. I mean, it's a huge risk going after me. Um, I did all that I could to make sure people understood that hey, this is for real this time. I'm really here, trying to max earn second highest TP in my class, even though I didn't create the All Star break. Or trade deadline or whatever. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, doing my best there. Yeah, and uh, another thing is we know a lot about your your new signee uh, Griff, don't we? See, does it? Yeah, Griff is uh, Griff's a personality. That's for sure. He's been pretty active that in our locker room. Great. You know that dude. He he knows. Uh, he knows I'm I'm I have weird hours. And he like will randomly message me in the middle of the night and just say the weirdest shit. Um, he's he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. I think he knows you're friends with me, so yeah, I'm sure I, he does. Yeah, because yeah. well, he's seen he's probably seen us bicker in uh, the 66ers locker room. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, tacos. What, what what team were you on when you were a uh, when you got drafted? Oh, when you, uh, in the minors, the minors, sorry. Yeah. Uh, in the minors, I was on the Anchorage Wheelers for two mm. seasons. Okay. Yes, I, I mean, 66ers went around when you were a... Uh, well, uh, no, when, season mm. 16. So it was, uh, what, the following season? Yeah, season it was like 17, fall, yeah. 17 going into 18, I think, is when they made the 66ers, if I remember right. Yeah, you, you won a uh, Pitcher of the Year in the minors, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it and, was. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I I think uh, I think Slim Dugan deserved that award. His player did a lot better than mine that season, but uh, I think I only got it because I had a better win loss and a, I think I had a better ERA that season. But mm-hmm. uh, he had the war. He had the strikeouts. But yeah, we were actually pretty dominant. Um, that that last season you know slim and i are both on the slots and we were both starting pitchers on the wheelers and we would go one two and it's it seemed like every time 
we would just we would just get wins. Um, but our bullpen was really, really bad. Um, <laughs> that that Wheeler's team in season sixteen and seventeen was a lot of fun. We had uh, we had a lot of a lot of characters in there. Skylar Strobel was on our team. Uh, uh, Goldie was on our team. Andrew Arum was on our team. Mm-hmm. Who else was there? There was a bunch of people. And then you, uh, I, first season, season sixteen, uh, Miss Obvious was our GM. So anchor uh wheelie boy chat was just popping all the time it was so much fun um the i hardly ever go into i'm still in the, in the wheelers discord but i hardly ever go in there anymore i've got pretty much every channel on mute sometimes i'll pop in there but um yeah i'm not very I'm not super active in there anymore disqualified yeah 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 so all right. Um, how long or did it, did it say how long the where we've gone for so, so far? I think we're getting close to the 48 hour. minutes. That was a fast 48 minutes. I, I don't know. I've, I feel like I've been um, I've been muting myself for most of it because I had to do shit. But oh, have you? Yeah, I, I was wondering. I was like, you went for a solid 15 or so that you were just completely quiet. So, you know, isn't it? It's 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 so weird. Like uh, I will sit here. I, I'm at work right now. And I will sit here and not have anything come in for hours. But as soon as we start to, like, try to record or, you know, anything like that, I will just get, like, three or four trucks in a row. Yeah. Phone call. Phone call from you? Yeah, exactly. Supervisor shows up. Something like that. Cool. So we have a few more minutes. I still got some time here. Um, uh, I have to – I have some stuff to do in this afternoon. I got to go to a barbecue. So sounds fun. Uh, I talked to I, I promised he does it that I'd bring him on and uh, we're actually donating all of our money to him to help get him in his uh, Hall of Fame equipment this year because he's a he's he's a broke mofo. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fine by me. I have I think um, I have one hundred twenty five million at the moment. So you're the richest out of all of us. Yeah, although it's gonna be docked. I mean, it's mostly because I because um I I do for a while. I I think I had like I was on fifteen podcasts uh, that I all got, I got paid for every single one in the course of about four weeks, which was insane. And also, I'm also a streamer, which pays really well. So, yeah. oh, I'm surprised you you were able to get all those uh, podcasts paid out. Uh, I know well, that this is, this is before they did the rule. You could only do one oh, week. Oh, was that? A- Oh, is that a new rule that it's one per whatever now? Yeah, it's a new oh, rule. Well, apparently guys, not. I'm at 95 million. Holy moly. Have you have wow. you been docked your uh, your equipment yet? Uh, I I put in the request. It probably hasn't come through yet. Yeah, I was a little disappointed because I was in the 80s, and uh, they took out my Hall of Fame equipment like right off the bat. I was like, you bastards. Like, I put it in, and it was like an hour later. It was already like it was already docked out of my bank account. You know, so I was, I was back in the 50s. I was like, man, this sucks. Yeah, it, it but, sucks. But, you know, I mean, with this podcast, I do I do four graphics a week and I have a I have a job where I I'm part of the, the arc balancing team that, you know, they, that that I don't have to try very hard to do it. But at the same time, I still, you know, I, I feel that there's a lot of jobs out there but there's some people that have a whole bunch of jobs i know emmy was one of them that i brought it up that you know not just her but there was like four or five people that had more than four jobs and i was like why don't we spread the love out a little bit 
And when um, when Shu and Smash Jackson got HO, they both came to me and they're like, "Hey, we're we're uh, you want us to put in a good word for you for our jobs?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "Let's." I just really do want these people to, ha- you know, these guys that don't have jobs to get some. These new guys, you know, give the, give everybody a chance to, you know, have a little bit of added income and uh, added responsibility in the league. I think that that goes a long way. And I know I probably say this all the time, but I I truly do believe in that. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I I I think at one point I I had a bunch of jobs. I I don't have as many now, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely. I, I think um, the amount of people in the league who have more than three is not as high as people think. I think yeah, there's, but hmm. there are there are quite a few that have three and two and, and whatever, and and that's fine. And and there's some people that have to have multiple jobs, right? So you can't be on you know some of these committees without having you know. That being your only job, you know. So, for example, I'm, I'll just use Josu. Like, I think she's on the the expansion committee, and she's a GM, so she's got two jobs. Like, you can't prevent that because you don't want somebody that's not a big part of the league on the expansion committee, you know. And yeah. the, you know, anybody that's a GM is probably going to have another job somewhere else, you know. Something, you know. And a, same thing with HO. Everybody in HO is going to have a second job, you know. But don't be an HO and then be a, you know, don't have like seven, you know, don't have a whole handful of jobs. Yeah. You know, and then have a you know over 150 million in your bank. I mean, do you really need that money? You know, I, I'm I, sure there's the people out there that could be an updater. My, my opinion on it is like I think um, I have. I, I think there's different tiers of job. I think um, like there's there, there's like you know kind of the low level entry jobs, like our jobs that are um, usually just pretty repetitive, are just kind of brute force that need to be done. Um, they don't really require. I mean, like yeah so i mean examples of that would be like updater auditor um you know banker like those jobs i think uh should be really reserved for people who need them like i mean people for like i mean like for like new new people who are new to the league and need uh money i think there's like and i don't think gms or head office should be like uh should should be updaters or you know what i mean so and that's why i sit down for my making job when i became a gm i i but i think um like I think it should be acceptable for like you know Jurosu or Person Man to be you know be like head of the sim team plus a GM plus like on the expansion committee or whatever. Yeah, because no, I think those those jobs are a lot harder and they require um people who are skilled and know yeah. yeah yeah that's what I was saying and that's what I was talking about and you know you're absolutely right and that's that's what I was trying to get at to begin with was you know some jobs if 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 if, if it's a mindless job that takes a little bit of training. Just let someone that doesn't have a job have it, you know, because I spent the first three years wanting a job. but couldn't find one. I applied for banker. I applied for rookie mentor. And I applied mm-hmm. for a couple other ones and I never got a job. And I'm just like, I really, really, really want a job. I just want to be part of this community. You know, I want to be a bigger part of it. And I like being on the ARC team because I get to see the inside the scoop of what's going on. So I, I, yeah. you know, I really enjoy that. And it's not actually it's not as time and, you know, it's not. We don't spend as much time actually running Sims. I do run Sims from time to time every, you know, I'll get in there and kind of mess with it. But they gave us, they gave, I think we have power of the modifiers. So that's what we're, that's what we're tweaking with right now. I, I ran a, I ran the modifiers for the strikeout a couple weeks ago, maybe that's yeah, probably closer to a month ago. And I gave it to our, our head because I don't know if you noticed, but we set a whole bunch of strikeout records this year. Like, yeah, we did. Just about every strikeout record. Was I, I think, I mean, you, my opinion on that is I'm pretty sure, I think the issue was not uh, pitching. I mean, I think, you know, the, 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 the fireballer definitely made the strikeouts go higher. But I think the real issue is that every single build has like a void case at like 60, 70. 
like there's no builds that have like a high avoid case. Besides, I, mean, I don't. That yeah. I mean, it's you know, um, but the the fact that it went from you know eight thousand to thirteen thousand, like that's a huge jump. Like it's not, and not only that, but the batting average was at an all time low. Strikeouts yeah. were at an all time high. ERAs were at an all time low, and. You know, I went in there and I was like, hey, if we just mess with the strikeout modifier, this will more or less average just everything back out to kind of where it was before, uh, you know, and um, but it's really, up, you know, and it's, you know, it, it is an arc balance thing, you know, but there there's so many arcs now, like the least of our worries is the arcs, in my opinion, like I know that they're, you know, like junk ball is is kind of an issue right now with us, but it's the first year. If we just start messing with stuff right off the bat, you know, you know, without actually giving it dupe time. You know, we're not going to we're not going to know, you know, we're not going to really have a, a large sample size. So we're 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 kind of I think that the, we're kind of like waiting for next year. And then if we kind of really start to see a pattern and my you know, my my opinion on that is I really would like to see, you know, uh, either we take these other arcs for especially for pitching and make them better at lower levels. So these rookies will start picking flamethrower and control freak and you know yeah. not junk ball because right now that's uh that's the biggest issue is junk ball so good at low levels that not many people are going with it and i know that i know that c does it probably has his, his own take on this as well yeah i definitely do i mean first off the the strikeout rate thing that is more of result of how low it was before um one of the first things i noticed when i did come into the league originally was how low stuff was across the league it, I mean, we had maybe a handful of power pitchers, it felt like, in mm -hmm. the entire league. And I was like, what the heck's going on? And I've gone into my knuckleball rant before about how I just was mind blown about that whole thing. But I actually feel pretty good about the strikeout rate and where we're at. It, when you when you play actual online leagues, um, you'll definitely notice that a lot of relievers will be over 80 stuff on a 2080. And that's kind of what we're getting to here as well with the new flamethrower stuff. I've, I, I do definitely agree though, that when you first start out, there's no reason to ever choose anything but junk baller. And <laughs> you have to be at say 480 to 560, And that's when you make the switch to flamethrower, at least as a reliever, as a starter, it's a little bit later than that. And I think you have a lot more flexibility in what you go with as a starter. But with the modifiers for your first two pitches being way more important as a relief pitcher, flamethrower just makes so much more sense to go to. Yeah, um, I, 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 it's it kind of interesting because I was a I was a reliever this year. Um, Ricky Vaughn was a reliever. Uh, he was 500 TB to start off the season. He finished around 650, and um, yes, yeah, so it was it was interesting because. Uh, I, I was so my, my build essentially was I had a hundred stuff. Um, I had two eighty plus pitches, and then I had like four, I think I had like fifty fifty movement, forty control. So you know I was it, it, but I had a decent season. I was like I think I had forty five needs pitch like three point five ERA. Um, my strikeout per nine innings was sixteen point five. Yeah, and that's higher than expected for sure. Yeah. But I mean, kind of dope it's, actually when you think it's about insane. it. Insane. Like sixteen. Ooh. I, yeah. uh, the build I plan on going to when I do go 560 is actually quite similar to what you did, just a lot more skewed towards left-handed pitch yeah. or left-handed batters. 
Yeah, that was originally my thing in the minors. Is I was like, all right, I'm 100. percent I'm going to strike out right-handers, and then I'm just going to get hit the hell by left-handers. But yeah, I didn't know what I was doing back then. So yeah, see, I definitely put some time in with pitch optimization and learning combinations and things like that. I even freaking learned stuff last night when I reread through the manual. I, I didn't read through the uh, 21 out of the park manual, and I was like, oh, this is different than it used to be, huh? Gotta write that one down. So uh, gotta change some pitches when I. When I do make the switch to flamethrower, which what I pitch, really cannot wait for. What pitches are you thinking about doing? Uh, so I'm I'm submarine, right? So I'm definitely skewing lefty. And the way I look at it is um, 560 TPE, go to 100, you know, 100 plus on the fastball. And then that leaves you enough to max out one pitch and then 50 all your other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pitch that actually gives the highest return of all of them happens to be curveball. Really? So curveball will be at a 97, and if you actually look at raw stuff, um, the curveball-fastball-slider combination was the highest number I could actually make happen. Um, And that's with all of the pitches maxed out. Without that, slider or one of the other fastball variants is about equal, but the the splitter, forkball, cutter, all that stuff does not go as high when you buff it. Um, and then fastball as your pitch one doesn't really make as much sense. Uh, it actually gives you a lower stuff rating yeah. if you do max that out first. So yeah. having a hundred pitch is cool and all, but uh, it's not the most optimal. Yeah, well, what I had this season for my build was I had a changeup as my primary pitch. Uh, so and I maxed that out immediately. So you know that's it. that's a ninety six overall pitch. Um, I, I had my velocity up to hundred plus. So I my thinking was like, all right, I'm gonna just. Have that um that really since I have one pitch that's a really high like you know just PB I can put into it uh max maximum I'm just going to my other pitches are just going to be um just all power pitches since it's just because I'm throwing I'm throwing 100 plus so you know uh so I had a change up my primary I had a fastball and my secondary I think I had a forkball and yeah I have a forkball my third uh, when I do switch to starter I'm planning to switch up my I'm, actually yeah, I, I'm switching starter this season because we don't I um. Because we need that. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That's really the reason why. But uh, I'm planning to keep my change up my primary. But I'm thinking about making uh, my uh, like a curveball my my secondary pitch because that can go up to um, ninety. I think. Are you yeah, planning you know, on staying fi- flamethrower? Yes, I am. Yeah. Then Toast look at dog. <laughs> <laughs> look, God dang it. look at the uh look at the curveball as a primary or secondary it, it's actually kind of interesting because you you stuck with the change up as your number one which i've got into the discussion about um pre archetype changes <laughs> flamethrower's best option was to actually stick with circle changer changes the first pitch yeah and yeah. that was weird people didn't believe me but that's a real thing yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm doing because that was, you know, that was the best option. Now, now it's below the curve, but like they're so close. It's like 97 versus. Well, and so like, so are you talking about like with, um, like so both curve? I believe aren't curveball and changeup both not affected by movement control or velocity? Like it's just how much CPU you put in it. That's how that's how good it is. Uh, movement doesn't actually affect any of the pitches, and I, I've had people say that before. I believe it. I it think does. it's a sinker. Okay, yeah, that that is the one. And then curveball does get. Um, people have said movement with curveball, but I haven't been able to correlate it. Like I've put movement up quite a bit higher and never had it. 
Mm-hmm. But curveball is affected. Um, it does induce ground balls more. And that's a new okay. change with 21 versus 19. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, that's a manual thing. That was one of the ones I read about last night. And I was like, oh, okay. That's something good to know. So yeah, it does work like a sinker where it induces more ground balls. So with the flamethrower, with their low ground ball percentage, helps kind of inflate that a little bit, get things a little more even. So would you recommend still having the changeup as your primary or keep having a curveball? Uh, as a flamethrower, I would probably go to curveball. Um, okay. Specifically for relievers, though. I haven't looked into it as much for starters because I'm just not there yet. I My, my thing with, I would think with starters is I'm, I think changeup is... Out of all the pitchers in the game, besides knuckleball, it's it, it takes the least stamina to throw. That, that. that I believe that's right. It is also pretty much the best pitch. I mean, yeah, the change so, circle change thing. Yeah, my, 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 yeah, my plan with uh, my for starting next year is I'm going to um, just keep keep the same pitches I have: change up, fastball, forkball. Or I might switch out that forkball for a um for a cur- for a curveball. But then I think I might uh, have like my fourth be a, or if if I and if I do switch my third round for the curveball, I'm probably going to make my fourth a forkball or a, a slider or something. Yeah, there's I, definitely I, there's I, definitely I, room to figure things out with starter. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I need to do the I, do. Do I have till next Sunday to do this, or do I have to do it by tonight or tomorrow night? I I don't know. No I would idea. assume I could do. I can assume I can do it by next Sunday. I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. So, you still with us, Tacos? Yeah. You know, like, they're talking about pitching. You're a pitcher. I'm, like, the only not pitcher. I should be the one not talking, but, you know, you're also not doing anything. Well, I mean... Well, I mean- it's mostly uh, reliever stuff they're talking about. Like the circle changes is, is my lifeblood. Like uh, that's that's what I do. So, well, you're still uh, you're still junk ball boy, right? Yeah, I'm still junk ball. Yeah, junk ball. I can't get away from that that ground ball percentage. So I have I have uh, circle change, screwball, um, curveball, and the first two are maxed. And then with this next. Uh, bank of you know 80 to 100 tpe i'm getting i think i'm getting movement up to about 75 and control for both sides to 80 and just kind of throughout the season keep bumping up my third pitch and that's kind of uh it's kind of where i'm at right now what tpe are you at tacos uh 11 1200 somewhere in there 11 11 11 60 i think mm, that's cool yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, are are, are you going to be are you going to be moving up past that fourth spot in the rotation of the sauce this season? Probably not this season. Um, next season, I think so, though. Okay. That's only because uh, Manbro. I, I I don't know officially what's going on with Manbro, but uh, it seems like he's kind of just gone IA. Mm. So by next season, I will definitely be caught up to him uh callaway flowers i don't know what's going on with him too i think he's still active but he's taking a uh, a lower or a, a you know not quite as active is, is it right is, uh, is ryan rose still pretty active ryan rose is the most active motherfucker we got 
Oh yeah. <laughs> that dude earns. That dude earns TPE. Um he's 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 gonna be on the upper echelons of uh TPE this season. I, I wanna say he's gonna be at seventeen hundred. He's gonna he's be up there. Top five pitcher, I wanna say, right? If not Easily. top three. Yeah. He I think he's been a top yeah, five. Yes. Yeah. It's it's kind of sucked for him because um he's had really two solid seasons past two seasons, but there um and but he he's kind of that guy, he he's the slot in for second or third of uh, pitcher of the year every single year. Like he, there's always like one guy who has just you know who has you know, there's there's a random guy like last year it was Obama this year it was um, probably Buster Nut or Harry Styles like they they're not like they have one really good season but they look they kind of flame out after that but then like a Ryan Rose comes like second or third because it was not quite as good as that once in a lifetime season. But. So so Ryan Rose it's it's really funny because he has such a mediocre first half of the season right he mm-hmm. doesn't make the All Star team and it's like. It's like his player gets pissed off about it, and then he becomes Cy Rose, as we yeah. have dubbed him, uh, for the second half of the season, where he just kills everybody. He's just he's just he's just a man on a mission. You can't stop him. You can't hit the ball. This um, year, this year, he, did he, he came out on fire. Right, he uh, started the season. He really set the bar high, and after that first game of the year, that was. Uh, you know, on stream, he had a 87 ERA. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I want to say that first game was against like Boise or something like that. Uh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Emmy's Emmy's player just threw a, a gem. Oh, I, I was. I remember. I was actually commentating that game. It was a. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun one because uh, <laughs> what was it? She went like eight and two, eight and two thirds, um, like scoreless, like you know, shutdown. And then she gave up two solo home runs to tie it. Then got the last out. And then Stevie So came in at the bottom of the ninth and hit a walk off dinger. I yeah, that, that, that was a fun game. <laughs> yeah, you remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. But uh, but yeah, Ryan Rose. Ryan Rose is a beast. Um. I hope he I hope he makes an all star team this season. He he really deserves it. Gosh. <laughs> I mean I didn't expect it, so isn't that the whole point? Yeah. No, that works. That definitely works. Alright. So So hey uh uh Tardis, you were talking about uh when things need to be posted. If you want to get your 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 shit in for spring training, it needs to be uh, tomorrow. Okay, uh, shit. I, I I should. I'm gonna talk to Symmetric. I, he he'll be able to help me out. Okay. I'm not a. I'm not gonna post my TPE until uh, next Sunday. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that this is only for spring training, so I mean, yeah. yeah. Who really? Yeah, I'm gonna bank till next Sunday too. Yep. Not that it yeah, matters. Uh, that's that's what I'm gonna do too. The, the way I was figuring it, and I don't know if this is against the rules or not, but, you know, um, I like going into the casino, and uh, maybe I'll actually go over on my team this year. God, wait till you guys fucking hear this. <laughs> go, Josh, go. Oh, here we go. So, okay. So, I told, uh, I was like, hey, what if we just don't spend our TPE until the Sunday prior, and then maybe we can, I could bet over, and I can get that, uh, that what is it, 250000 you know, easy money from uh, betting over on the aviators. I don't. I don't think that's uh, that's breaking the rules at all. And if it is, uh, I guess a heavy fine's coming down the down the way when when uh, hummus or whoever listens to this. <laughs> Hi, Osu. <Jirosu>. Yeah. 
well, so, yes. That was- um, I, I, I know this is like this is just very very out of left field. Like this is random, but I uh, we were talking about Griff earlier. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And it was interesting, uh, Griff, because uh, I I was talking to him and I realized I he is he is younger than me, which is very 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 uh, odd because I usually I'm usually the, the very young the youngest person on um, you know PBE. Uh, it's interesting to have someone younger than me. If uh, you want to have a really good locker room, you should uh, trade for Dylan too, and then you just have the best locker room ever. I mean. The- I I, I I what does Dylan do all day? I, I swear he just he just um he he, he just just Griff and they get together and then do shenanigans in the Sixers general chat. I had to I had to mute it like uh, months ago because of those two kids. Like they're they're crazy and It'll, apparently they got, mar- they got married in the they chat. Got yesterday. Married. Yes, I I remember seeing that. It, there was a whole thing where um Emi like she 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 started making it so uh, she was on like like extreme slow mode where you can only talk like every six minutes. I say six hours, and then um so <laughs> we we were posting links to the to the demons locker room of out of um out of uh try to because of we wanted we were giving people free speech. It was it was, it was fun. Who turned the who turned that rate down, and where? What was that? Oh, it was it was Emi in the Kashima locker room. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, because we had that problem with uh, what was it? Chalky milk, 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 Chalky choco. Milk. Oh God, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was I was sitting around for that, and and I went away for like a half an hour, and I came back, and everybody's just like, oh my God, this is a big deal. And then that who was that person that came in? Oh after the God. Break? Okay, so. I can comment on this. TVC is he's, he's one of my players. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I, so it kind of went down. So that went down, and like essentially, um, you know, just a bunch of a, a bunch of get a bunch of like just twelve year olds from the uh, Minnesota Grey Ducks locker room in the ISFL or DSFL actually. They they were like they were just spamming that. So it's it, this is this is quite a backstory here. <laughs> Give me a second. But um, so essentially in the ISFL about. Three or four, three or so months ago, there was a huge debate about what was the best type of milk, whether it was chocolate milk or strawberry milk, and essentially it's kind of become it's kind of resurged a little bit. And I talk, you know about that. I think you should know about this. You were taking third overall in the draft last night. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it, I didn't know this. This is news to me. Yeah, yeah. you're taking, you're taking third overall in the ISFL draft last night. I was. Congrats. Yes, I was. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm on the uh, Philadelphia Liberty. Oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm making to- lots of like Liberty Mutual jokes in the uh, in the locker room. Nice. Liberty, you sound Liberty, really excited Liberty. to be at, at Liberty. So I, I don't. I'm. I'm not. Not. I'm, I'm not. You know, not disappointed. Like it's fine. So, it is what it is. So it's you fine. I'm. I already told him like I'll stay here for the life of my player. Like that's fine. So. So you know Muford, right? Is uh, Broman CK, or uh, he's the KBK on our team. Um, when he signed his big, huge, enormous fucking contract of twelve million dollars for a for a, a six hundred TV, he put a no. Like, what's going on there? I can hear reverb. That's better. So he put a no clause in the Philadelphia for the ISFL. I was like, can you even do that? That's we're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that. I remember that. Oh, what, what was it like? A no trade clause? 
It was a no trade clause to Philadelphia, but he was it was a PBE contract. Contract. Yeah, I I, I mean, yeah, I I people tried to do stuff like that before. Um I remember, like, there was a couple months ago, like, Person Man, uh, he made he made, <laughs> he made he made a trade with um, like the Dillos, like DVS tried to make a trade with the Dillos, <laughs> or it was like um, DVS <laughs> trades um, trades the permission for one of their players to stay down in the minors for an extra season in exchange for Person Man getting access to the Dillos team chat. <laughs> it was very it was really weird. I don't remember. That's good. I like that. I like that Max trade. trading recipe for uh for Marcus Reeves, Poppy. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was a enchilada recipe or something. Yeah. So it was or... a uh it was like some sort of like tomato. It was so it was some recipe of Jimmy's and it was some sort of tomato cheese thing. And uh they traded that to I think it was the Swift Steeds for it was a meatloaf recipe and hoppy or, or something like that, or lasagna and hoppy. Or... That's hilarious. I think it was meatloaf. I think it was meatloaf. So it was a two-recipe trade? It was one It was one for one recipe plus hoppy. Hoppy was the, the kicker to get. Oh, to that get must be done. one heck of a recipe, you know, to a recipe and a player. Wow, I didn't even know it was that intense. Yeah. I think that was the trade. There might have been a draft pick involved. Why don't we have a PPE cookbook yet? Uh, I mean, tacos. The tacos, tacos are great. I, I um, I mean, I mentioned made them the other night for um, uh, shit. We had a bunch of people over, and I, 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 my parents are like, all right, you gotta, you gotta make dinner for everybody. So I made tacos, tacos, and everyone seemed to like them. So thank you. All tacos. right. You know, last night on the uh, on the ISFL draft, uh, Bex totally outed my fucking recipe, and then I got all, I got bombarded by like uh, bombarded. I got oh, messages by, by like four people, be like, what is this recipe of yours? I was like, I don't know. Go ask Iso. Yeah, I think I said something in the uh, in the chat that was like, I have two, I have two million tacos, tacos recipe. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Baby. Yeah. Although it's just my personal account, so I don't think I don't think people knew who I was. Who I was That's funny. I'm actually uh, debating about um, taking that recipe, and uh, so in in uh, Liberty likes to do with their contracts. They like to have weird clauses and shit like that. And so they want you to come up with some sort of weird clause. And so I'm thinking I might force, you know, you know air quote here, force, force everybody to eat tacos on Tuesdays or, or maybe Thursdays just to be, mm-hmm. just to be contrarian. And I'll post, I'll post the recipe in, in, uh, in the Liberty locker room. Well, I, I know um, we recently signed Victor Herrera, uh, and par- part of that contract was uh, Joe, our, our coach, my coaching him, Joe, he has to write a um, a limerick for Isteg by the end of the season about... Oh, really? Yes. That's funny. So... Yeah, I, I'm. I don't remember exactly. Um, I, I, I think Poe messaged me. It's like, are you going to share this limerick? Because like, <laughs> I was like, well, are you going to put it in the in the in the in the rule book or something? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too worried about Steg. He, you won't hardly see him at all. Like, I didn't even know he was on my team until like the second season. I was with the Aviators. Yeah, and I think he was talking to me through about I, uh, ISFL. Uh, I mean, he, he, I, he's ISFL head office, so I don't yeah. blame him too much. But, yeah, I mean, we have a pretty active locker room in Detroit. Um, his, his players are going to be huge for us because um, third base was a huge hole for us. 
last season and it was going to be this season. But no, we got a uh, we got him. Um, we we uh, our plan originally was we were gonna draft. We were really gonna really gonna try to draft uh, Taco Shop or Haywood Dinkle. Hey, nope, nope. Taco Meta is in San Antonio, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> via via trade via OBX. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that was I, I found it funny. You guys have um, both taco people. So I, I asked, what was like, what, did you trade up to that pick uh, knowing you wanted him? Like, was oh, it? Was I, that I, I have nothing to do with the war room. Oh, okay. So uh, this I do is I want to be on. I want to. I want to be with tacos two and nine tacos. So I keep dropping these hints for Juosu in 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 my PB chat or my PBE uh, podcast every time. You know, and like it's funny because it just like seems like every year that it, they trade. So they traded when I was getting drafted. They traded for the first overall pick, and I was like, "Oh my god, is this for me?" No, nope, no, nope, it was for uh, it was for Christy Abbott. And then I heard, <laughs> and I heard, you know, because I was like, "Hey, I, I, you know, I asked for a trade earlier this season at the end of the year," and I was like, and then they traded the picks. So I was like, "Well, I knew it wasn't for me because they just traded back." So I was like, "Man, like, you know, Joosu's always like getting me, you know, like getting me on the edge of my seat, but then it, it's never me." I'm like, "Come on, man." Yeah, like, they, what, what do I got to do here? I, I do find it a little interesting. Uh, uh, that Joosu's strategy in the draft is she just she always trades up to like like to really high picks, and it, yeah. it seemed to have worked for San Antonio. Um, I, she I can think, afford to because yeah, because we have so many actives. Like she can she can take that back end draft capital and trade it away because you know. What's she yeah, gonna do? With it? I mean, yeah, it's like you guys have so many good actives. Like you can just it doesn't it doesn't matter. You um having a really good person is more valuable to you guys than having two to three okay people or yeah, like, right. decent people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's what she did for Christy Abbott. I think is uh, she traded up four spots. It was only three or four spots, and she gave away her second that year just to get the person she wanted. And I did she do it last year when there was only twelve people, or did she no, not no. Pass? So uh, like, I think it was year. last year would have been the year to do it. But well, last year, the guy we drafted last year, we lost in the uh, expansion draft, I believe. Yeah, I mean, last year was a I, I feel a little bad for um, OPX and Nashville last year because both those teams were so bad and they didn't get like any draft picks in, in reward or anything. Yeah, they yeah. got screwed out of the draft picks. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it, was, it was a pretty good, pretty good draft, though. It wasn't that. I mean, there was like six actives in it. Oh, was it? Our first pick was DJ Law, and guess where he got he got swiped up in the expansion. He yeah. was our one reliever reliever on the way up. So yeah, I mean, I I'm, I I don't think I, I I'm gonna go look at the well let's have, let's go look at the uh, season twenty PBE draft. Uh, I think uh, okay, um, there was like fourteen people drafted in totality. Yeah, hey, did you have, play the uh, the Detroit? Uh, drop in the Detroit. Yeah, did you play that one? The Detroit Demons. Yeah, what do you think about that? I like it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, look, looking at the draft, the number of our pick DJ Law, he's, he seems like he was decent. Um, before he got in, he's obviously an expansion team now. Um, there was El Charo, who I believe is I, actually pretty active as well. Nakamura, I believe, is active too. So you you have a couple of like okay actives. They're all like a good ways back from the top of the class, but you're not too far. But then like you know you have Io Turret, who's what is he, like 
370 TP. You know, you have Bochamp, who's um, actually, oh, okay. And I, I, I was going to talk trash about that, about players in that draft, but looking now, it's actually uh, some good actives. So, all, all, all 14, 14 of, them? of them? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, the first, like, five picks were okay. Um, I, I guess Randy Myth uh, of the Demons, he's he's fallen off and is earning a lot. Um, I know he's DSFL GM, so I don't blame him too much. But, um, Chalibres. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also, I think, I mean, Valor was in that draft. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Valor was the best pick in that draft in terms of a player, but... Um, you got hit in expansion, too. Yep. It just seems like that's mo- most of them were, were vulnerable because they were in that. It just feels like they were in that gold <laughs> zone of where nobody really, you know, wanted to hold on to them. They were, but they were high enough where these expansion teams went after them. Yeah. Well, for us, um, uh, I know if, if we couldn't, if uh, so, we actually got really lucky because the guy we so we we had we, oh, we protected unprotected laser obviously because he didn't want to be protected. Um, and that there was a whole drama media about that, but um, Stop yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and we got to get lucky because so we unprotected him. He kind of was one of our actives, and then we unprotected uh, Orion Kirkby. Now, Ryan Kirkby uh, was a guy who who's pretty IA now, uh, but he, he I think he he did an activity check on the twenty third, like literally like the day before, um, like the cutoff. So I think the cutoff has to be active at least thirty one days before uh, the expansion draft. Have to have earned or applied TV. So he, we 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 skid in by the skin of our teeth by one day. Which was so lucky. So we ended up not. Although we we lost laser, but we didn't lose anyone anyone besides him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if if we if it HL would call bullshit on that, we'd have unprotected your Randy Myth. So uh, let me see here. So is here's here's a question I could ask you guys. Uh, how do you guys feel about giving people a hard time about being borderline IA? You know, if you're if you're active in the locker room, what you know? Um, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I know I'm talking a lot, uh, but um, yeah, I, I have a bit of an issue with that in Detroit. Like, I have a couple guys who are good actives, but then like you know they they spend so much time in our locker room and they talk so much, but then they're like, oh yeah, I I, I refuse to do point tasks. It's yeah, like they're so easy. I know. So, oh, good luck with uh, Griff. By the way, we 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 had this whole conversation the other day. Why he, he thinks a Hall of Fame equipment isn't worth it? Equipment in general, not even just Hall of Fame. Because I tried to make the argument that you should at least do the rookie. I know. Yeah, it, it's fine. Whatever. He's going to be our our DH next season. So if he's he's like he's going to be kind of a low earner, but he's he's going to be putting all of his TB in the uh, offense. You can work with him though. That's what's mm. good. He does listen, and if you, conv- you can, if you can work on convincing him, he will eventually do it. Because he actually started doing his point task this year, something he's never done in the past. And I yeah. think he kind of realized that if he didn't start doing these things, he wasn't ever going to make it to the big league. So I think he's extremely happy, you know, getting to where he is now. So like he's on his way up, and I think the the long fast the longer it goes for him, I think the more excited he'll be, and the more he's going to thrive. Yeah. I don't, and I have another guy. Um, although I, he's he a new create who I, I got in my locker room in the draft. Uh, his name is Joe Burrow. Um, but uh, shit, and he's kind of like 
where um, he's like, uh, he, he's he, pretty, so he's he's a super casual, simple, simple, uh, whatever, S C S C S F L or something. And he's from that league, and he's pretty much been uh, training and activity check active. So I'm trying to convince him that, like, you know, uh, you should you should do your point tasks if you because it seems like he really cares about his player, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and not only that, you can. It's easy to earn money if you do your, uh, you know, to do your at least weekly activity check or your weekly yeah. training. One million if you do your Twitter da- daily, you know. And that's, he has that's picked that's up Twitter. Right there. Yeah. So and then there's ways of doing Twitter, and I know Hummus doesn't like me talking about this, but if you're on a computer, you can set up Twitter for almost a month out. If you really wanted to do it that way, um, I. I don't do it so much, you know, unless uh, if I want to post something like tomorrow morning. Um, uh, I've been I've been alternating Twitter champ for like the past month and a half now, mm-hmm. but I I save all my content for the week that I can actually get Twitter champ. So I will not post like this week is my off week, so I won't post anything good because I can't get Twitter champ because I won it last week. So and they're like, well, that's not a big deal. But I was like, three hundred thousand is still three hundred thousand, you know, like yeah, yeah, over a you know over the four week period, that's a you know that's almost a, an extra Twitter week itself, you know. So, I you know, people like you know, and I've noticed that people will tend to like pictures or sigs over just be posting a comment, you know. So or you know during that week when it's not when I'm on, I'll do gifts and and I'll be more active about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, I got way off. Way off the yeah. Uh, well, Iso <laughs> was another guy who's up there for um, Twitter champ. I <laughs> I remember him the other day him messaging me and it was like, all right, um, I've been officially censored by the PVE. I I don't think my probably a business telling the story, but um, apparently uh, about two weeks ago or so, it was you know it was it was uh, I think it was Thursday or something. And it's like you, you know tweet from Miners Day, so he tweets, um, much like Jeffrey Epstein, I'll be watching the Miners today. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he got a hummus god messaged him personally. It was like, you can't, you gotta delete that. <laughs> uh, that's so, funny. yeah, that's a, that's a little bit far. <laughs> I'm probably a terrible person for laughing at that, but I know. I mean, I, we, I, we I'm all just joking. Did. Yeah, <laughs> I'll laugh at it, but yeah, you know, like everybody can see it, and I could see where hummus god needs to be the PC, you know, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> So yep. anyway, anyway, guys, we are we are really running late. We're almost we're getting close to two hours now. I think we're well, getting hour thirty. Ah. Yeah, and I still yeah I still have a barbecue to get to, so um, I would just leave and let you guys kind of finish it up. But unfortunately, I have the outro on my computer, so I have to I have to run it. So all right. Oh man. Well, thank you guys for having. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, guys, for being on. Um, this has yep. definitely probably been the, our best podcast yet. So, you know, yeah. congratulations, fellas. Yeah. Th- thank you guys for having me on. I, I always love coming on podcasts. I hope I, I hope I didn't talk too much. Nah. <laughs> Just a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll let you get <laughs> Well, talk. I know how much you talk on my podcast, you know. Okay. All right. She so does it. Is there any last words you'd like to have before uh, we let you go? I'm pretty much good to go. It was a pleasure being here. I mean, this was a pretty fun experience for something I don't usually get to do. So I'm we didn't uh, even talk about fantasy football at all. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, hmm, but uh, that's cool. There's another time for that, you know, especially if I can get another win this week. But we'll see. Yeah. Who are you facing this week? Uh, who do I have? Let me check. I've got. Uh... I got my brother-in-law, B. Benison. 
Play for Blood. Oh, that's a, that's an W. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, I've got a 78% chance, according to Sleeper, even though uh, I already had a guy bomb, I think, this week, maybe. No, not in this one. But yeah, should be a win. We'll see. I'm I got playing Jones out, so. I'm playing Tommy, and Tommy's going to just wipe the floor with me. I, 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 I know it. Yeah. Fucking Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. He's going to come to work and fucking talk shit, and I'm going to have to act like I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, like the phone rings hello yeah yeah oh sorry you, you need me up top hey sorry tommy i gotta go yeah man <laughs> although you know you can't leave the shack <laughs> <laughs> well i can kick his ass out so that'll that'll do yeah so all right tacos you want me to yeah. hit the echo? all right guys um, this is it it was it was fun Thanks for listening to PBE Tonight. Feel free to leave a comment and tell us how we did. So we do have an issue because we're going to have to time this a lot better so that I stop the recording. Oh, Josh already left. Oh. Look at that. He already <laughs> left. He already left his own podcast. Wow. Oh, he joined back. And now he's on video. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Up, you got your video rolling, huh? Yeah, kind of. It's off now. Sorry, I uh, it's still recording. Are you gonna just cut this end out?